The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Und was der Fichtel uns jetzt gleich sagen wird, das werden wir uns anhören mit von der Party die Woodies. Regrettably interrupt fishing with guns with this special news bulletin. Right. Boompa, loompa, doompa, daddy. If you are wise, you'll listen to Kevin Gassman. A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, your pregame announcer, your pop scene sensation, Gassman. Gassman. One of the carbon blobs from Sanger's M&G. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. I, I have been called that. <laughs> I just can't remember when that actually happened, but I'm sure it has happened. Maybe on purpose, maybe not. I'm not quite sure. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Three minutes past three o'clock on this Saturday afternoon. My name's Kevin Gassman. You are now going global with Gassman on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel until 5 p.m. Because the second hour, we're going to get into some aliens. And Heidi Gadd is a tad behind today, but should be on her way. And next hour, we're going to be talking with rock and roll legend, drummer, Carmine Apice. And I'm really excited about this because apparently he's really into aliens. And although, you know, he's the founding member of Vanilla Fudge, he's um, drummed with Rod Stewart, Ozzy Osbourne, and just has a crazy life. And we're going to Maybe touch a little bit about that, but it's going to be mostly about aliens, and that's going to be next hour. So I'm excited about that. The extraterrestrial rock show right here on Saturdays and on voiceamerica.com. And you can always check out that show and all past episodes on our SoundCloud page. Just check out Aliens with Gas, and there are two S's there, Aliens with Gas and .com. And then you can check out the uh, past episodes and other videos we put up together for that program, but that's a little bit later on. So we got to get through this hour so if you have any questions or anything you want to ask me, well, I got an email. You can do that. It's real time if you'd like. And my email address is with gas. It's pretty simple. There's two S's at gmail.com. And if you want to find me on Facebook, there is a Going Global page, and I am on that page as well. So I will be interacting and letting you know, um, you know, whatever you want to know. If you want to ask me something more, than, you're more than welcome to do so. I have nothing else. I have nothing to hide, by the way. Um, I did uh, this morning play some golf, though, and I do want to talk about that in a, for a moment because uh, I, I got to wait for Heidi to get in here, and she is on her way. So let's play a song, and then we'll come back. I'll tell you about my golf day today, and then I have some bumper etiquette, and or I should say speed bump etiquette. So we'll talk about that, which I really wasn't planning on it, but uh, this morning it kind of dawned on me. Maybe we should hit this up and see what's up with that. Uh, this song here is called So Long. It's from Weed Be Heroes. It's from right here in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's on Going Global with Gas. Man. <laughs> <laughs> a, 
Heidi doing her little sniffling. Uh, we'd be heroes so long is the tune right here on the uh, Going Global with Gas Man program. It's everything you can't see on the radio. <laughs> it's true. And we haven't really done anything crazy to not be on the radio at the moment. So uh, we will get to that point in a moment. There's What's time. What's up, Heidi? You know, alive. <laughs> <laughs> here. Yes. I didn't know the microphone was up. <laughs> it's okay. I have so much of like you, um, like... <laughs> Crunching food and like last <laughs> week it was so funny. It was like so perfectly timed. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, All right, so I w- went golfing this morning. I saw that. Yeah, and you uh, posted a thing on there. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I actually I posted a picture and said, "Guess my score today." Right. And so a few people responded, and you said uh, 420. By the way, that's what you said. <laughs> I did. I'm like, well, first of all, that that is a horrendous score for golf. <laughs> I don't know anything about golf. I just figured. You asking that question. No, you just don't want that. <laughs> Oops, excuse me. No, you don't want that at all. You don't want a 420 on uh, on the golf course at all, unless you're doing some kind of weird scoring thingy. But uh, for no, it's uh, I, it wasn't my best day today. I don't know if you know this, though, but my like original intent before getting into radio was to get into golf. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so mm. not, not a lot of people actually went to school for professional golf management. What? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Like I was literally going to be a head pro some at some golf course, I really was. That that's the program. Hmm. So only three schools offered it. I think some school, I think Central Michigan, uh, Mississippi State, and Las Cruces, and one in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and that was New Mexico State University. So these three schools offered this program. So what you're saying is you're good at golf. <laughs> Not by the score I'm going to tell you. I'm just saying as far as like I'm just setting up the table of where I was going to be going with my career was going to be on the golf course. And when I went to school, I was like, oh, this is fun and golf. And they're like, okay, you got to take accounting and economics. And I'm like, what? It's a degree. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, you could be head pro. So you're going to be the head pro at the golf shop. You're going to be running the golf shop. That's a business. Right. You're going to be a manager. Yeah, so That's you probably need like doing. part of a business degree in there. Yeah. Which includes those things. I know. And I was like, check, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then I knew our school had a really good broadcast degree program. So I'm like, let's just jump into that instead. <laughs> so that's how I ended up in broadcast degree and not in golf. So there's always been a dream of mine to play golf, though, you know, professionally. But it's, you know, far and few between <laughs> at the very moment, at least, you know. But you never know. There's a senior tour coming up. So <laughs> there's always that. Uh, yeah. So I, so I didn't really... <laughs> So I didn't shoot too well today. I got really, uh, it sucked. It was awful. I shot a 94. Not good. That's not good. No, it's not good. The only highlight of my week, of my day to day is I had three pars in a row. That was really nice. I have no idea what that means. Uh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I was just going to tell people, people, if they're listening to us, uh, I posted on Facebook that I'd mentioned my score right now. Did anyone get the score correct? No, but one guy, guy came close. He, he said 91. So that was close. I don't know whether there's another one. Um, a few other people says Heidi getting smart with 420. <laughs> and then followed up with, you probably did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I got an 81 from Michael Boyer, and I got a Lori Harding. He says 90. And everyone else was, you know, not real. <laughs> uh, it's been a long day. I was out in the sun today, so I'll get my energy back up. I feel kind of, <laughs> eh, you know, I feel kind of, uh, you know, yeah. could use a nap, but, you know. But it was, it was good because here's, here's another thing on the golf course today is we went out at 722 this morning. Golf's important with the times. 
there was a junior golf tournament going on. And they were going out, I think, at around 7.45 after us. And so the, the guy who was doing all the money and you know, setting up tee times and everything, I asked him, I go, how is this going to work? What are these guys going to do? I mean, are they just going to play and start after us? Is that how that works? He goes, no, it's a shotgun tournament. Like it's a shotgun tournament. That doesn't make any sense. A shotgun tournament means everybody playing goes to a specific hole, and then at a specific time, they start. In the old days, a shotgun, you blast a shotgun, pew, and then everyone would go, oh, it's time to go. It's time to start. That's right. how they would know to start this tournament. But they would all be, eight, all the 18 holes would be occupied by all the people in this tournament. And then you just start and go. But so if we're playing out in the field, how does that happen? So the guy was full of shit on that one. Hmm. And then all these, you know, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's Mesa, Arizona. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, let's just say it's a very affluent game. <laughs> <laughs> And the music they were jamming was like not affluent. <laughs> it was it was very not in the right place. You know, it was nice, good, you know, urban music. I thought it was supposed it to be quiet during golf. Well, there was like just the around the clubhouse type of music oh, you know, that I was see. playing. It just it looked out of place. <laughs> <laughs> they needed some Peter Paul and Mary. Is what they needed. <laughs> like let's show these old timers a good time. Oh my, yeah, exactly. All right, so. Um, Next hour, you know, we're talking to Carmine Apiece. I know. Have you been doing some of the back, background checking yeah, on this guy? Yeah, I knew about him a bit, yeah, you know. Right? He's, you know, I'm so been excited. in the rock and roll world for a long time. I saw him perform. Oh? Yes, he performed with Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> for the Bark of the Moon tour. I saw him in L.A. at the Forum, and I had to ask him. <laughs> well, I had to ask him because Motley Crue was supposed to open up for him. Right. For Ozzy. But Motley never made the tour. To L.A., oh. they had, they end up stopping, I think, in St. Louis or something like that. But if you check out the, the all the biographies of like Nikki Six and and Ozzy, something happened in St. Louis. Like someone had to go to rehab, or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they were snorting ants off the ground or something <laughs> like that. So I'm going to find out why Molly Crew didn't make it to L.A. and Rat opened up for him instead. So that's the story that I want to at least, hmm. I mean, have to jump in there. But we're talking aliens with Carmen Apiece. Right. I mean, this guy, he was original member for Vanilla Fudge. You know, I mean, he played with uh, Rod Stewart for a while. He's got writing credits on Do You Think I'm Sexy and a few other, <laughs> and other songs. And like I said, he toured with Ozzy Osbourne. That's awesome. Yeah. And, his, and I got to tell you, the name of his biography is Stick It, <laughs> My Life of Sex, Drums, and Rock and Roll. <laughs> Only a drummer. He says he slept with 4,500 groupies. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And wow. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I almost did, in just case he's listening. Did you know when he was with uh. Vanilla Fudge? Do you know what band opened up for Vanilla Fudge? Mm. Now, Vanilla Fudge, I think it was his late 60s. Right. Mm. Do you know what band opened up for Vanilla Fudge when they came, I'll give you a hint, when they came from across the sea? They came from across the Beatles? No. I don't know. Led Zeppelin. I was going to say that. Because yeah, last Zeppelin. time you asked me a question like this, I said Led Zeppelin, you were like, no. <laughs> and and wow. he was featured... On a Pink Floyd song. Wow. Dogs of War. So awesome. I know, right? And he likes aliens. What an amazing life. I, love, I wonder what kind of stories he's got. Dude, I mean, I'm excited. I am too. That's going to be next uh, next hour. So I wonder if one of the groupies was an alien. <laughs> I don't know if you want to ask him that. How <laughs> <laughs> about some Captain Squeegee? Yeah. All right. We'll play Seek. I dig this song and I hope this is the right one. Um, I think Captain Squeegee just came out with a uh, beer. I feel like that just happened, or their beer was coming out. 
With their own beer? Yeah. With someone brewing their own well, beer? Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's play this one. It's called Seek. We're going to come back. I'll tell you my um, my speed bump etiquette <laughs> in, uh, in uh, apartment complexes. Pretty much anywhere. <laughs> I got a speed bump etiquette coming up here. It's going global with gas, man. They're going global with gas. <laughs> <laughs> Time and Space, White Glove Service from Colorado, and really interesting sounds we just played for you guys, those last two bands, with Danny from Captain Squeegee, his song Seek, and that song right there. So, yeah, you want to backtrack on what you said earlier there, Heidi? <laughs> so, Captain Squeegee's beer is a secret. <laughs> it's a secret, man. I thought it meant like the name of it was a secret, but... Sorry, Danny. <laughs> Don't, don't blame me, man. That's what I'm just going to say. I don't even know how I knew about it. That's the weird thing. I have no idea how I know. Maybe it's just something alien or something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I want to talk about speed bumps a little bit, but I don't want to. Yeah, what is this about with, speed bumps? I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just thinking, like, you know, as far as like, there's really unwritten rules about speed bumps, especially when you got another car coming and you always have to fight for that middle space, you know, those right. double speed humps where you have that middle spot where you yeah. don't really get one wheel in. So right. you, you try to like save your shocks on one side. Right. Which I don't know if that matters too much. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you only get it by one strut or one shock only when you get yeah, it replaced. It's cheaper. Yeah, but you're not going to go through all that work to get one It'd be still then. be two, just on the other side. Right. It's not one axle. That's how I see it. All I'm saying <laughs> is that, we, you know, like, let's say you're coming from, you know, you work, or like dueling, you know, you're face-to-face. Not dueling, <laughs> but like uh, like a joust, okay? The joust, and, and the the winning mark is the one, the who gets there first to get their tire in the middle, right? <laughs> this is like one of these 70s <laughs> movies about like cars well what i'm saying is that when if we're coming there we know that it's going to be a match that neither of us can grab this middle spot right we both have to sacrifice and take both wheels Mm -hmm. onto the hump or you just slow down and stop for the person right let let them do it first then you go no that's a little too much well maybe it becomes a trend and then everybody just goes <laughs> on the opposite. I don't think that's going to happen. And then you get fifty fifty chance. You race for it. I, I I can't stand people that take speed bumps. Like oh my god, their the car is going to explode if they go too fast. <laughs> you know those people that just yep. are so slow. Like really, dude, really. It, it's like they're starting a four by four adventure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think there's. <laughs> so another thing about the apartment complex, and I don't know if you ever lived in a place where it's gated. You know, when you get there at night and there's a car already waiting there, waiting for someone else to get open the gate for them. Right. <laughs> and it's you and you got to do it. <laughs> and then the first thing that goes through your mind is as soon as you get through the gate, they're following you through the gate. The only thing that goes through your mind is murderer. <laughs> 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 Who did I just let in? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Not my problem. I can't Dude. set the rules here. <laughs> so then that brings up the fact of why do they even bother with the gates that's i don't know either it's such a false sense of security isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah it really is it's such a, i mean everything's a false a sense of security the nsa when you <laughs> is that no the tsa that's what i meant the t for the, the airlines yeah we mean they pat you down and you know check everything about you right the tsa yeah yeah 
that's the people that are, that's a false sense of security. Right. I mean, come on. Because they don't check everyone. And they steal stuff, from what I understand. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it takes, you know, the qualifications to work there isn't, isn't high. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something you got to think about, too. Right. It's a sham, man. It's yeah. a sham. Yeah. All right, so that's my <laughs> speed bumps. <laughs> 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 Nothing exciting. Nothing exciting today. Nothing exciting this week. <laughs> It's been pretty slow, Heidi. Well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Although your place, uh, you had a little interesting... Yeah, uh, with the cops crew. Yeah. That's Crossing the, over Paranormal Society, Jane Marie Yates, awesome people. They checked out your spot. Yeah, they've been on the show a couple times, too, because they're uh, investigators. But yeah, so they come over to my shop, and I, you know, I've had all these experiences, but uh, it's... There's some activity there, man. Yeah. While you were there, while they, while they were oh, there, yeah. you heard and saw something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Numerous things, yeah. Mm. It's very interesting. So when is this going to be visual for people? I mean, to I know you posted something for audio. Yeah, there's some EVPs. There's some EVPs. Can I play that? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, can you hear anything? Uh, yeah, you didn't listen to it yet? I haven't heard it yet. Oh, dude. If you got headphones, put them on because Where do I find this are, on your page? Um, yeah, it's on my Facebook page. So it should be in like one or two from the top right now because I just posted about it. But it's a, if you look up Cops Crew Historic Chandler on Facebook, it'll pop up. You know there's a Heidi Gad with 1D? Yeah, probably. In in Mayan? (laughs) I don't know where Mayan is. You want to guess where Mayan is? No idea. Oh, it's Germany. Eh, Makes sense. City of Rheinland-Pfalz, Germany. Hmm. Well, because my last name actually has many different extensions. Well, what's weird is that D- double D's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm double S. <laughs> All I'm saying is that that's what they, that's the identification of German, you know, or something like that, or double N, you know, that they think my last name, Gasman, in Germany has two N's as well. So hmm. it's got two S's and two N's. That was a strange sound in the headphones. Okay, so here's some EVPs from the other investigation. Here it comes. Can you give us the sign that you're still here? Oh. I thought you were my friend. The last two taps was me trying to debunk. That oh gosh, yeah, or oh god, the what you ever, yeah, wow, it's pretty weird, right? That? My face? Yeah. That's a ghost? Yeah. Oh, my God. It sounds like someone's in the room with you saying that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll <laughs> tell you, you about an pi- experience everybody had. Or- Knuckle. But I feel it strong over here. And from what it sounds like, there's two of them. 
I need you. Did somebody kill you in here? Or were you killed and brought here? Never exist. Did somebody kill you in here? I'm in trouble. Did somebody kill you in here? Did somebody kill you in here? Never exist. It's crazy. I'm gonna stop it for a minute. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, especially in the headphones. Yeah, I know. Well, and the one that's coming up is the laugh, which they heard in their ears. Like there were two people in there, and they heard them in their ears. And then, uh, he came out, and because he had the recording thing, and you can see the sound waves, so you can see where they talk. Like the, pe the humans are talking, and then you see this like other little blip, and that's a disembodied voice. Right. And they would just go two people in at a time, except for a couple times towards the end, like many of us were in there. Um, but it's lights out. Like they were surprised at how the shop had um, no noise contamination, like nothing from outside the building. And we were, everyone else was like outside. And this was at night, right? Yeah, dude. This was like at night, Saturday night. <laughs> well, let me let me finish that here. It's about four hundred forty-five seconds or so left here, and this is you said it was a laugh coming up. Yeah. All right. What? That's what this It's everything. She said, is that your stomach? Yeah. <laughs> well, because, you know, yeah, yeah, it, sure. she was just like, wait, was that your stomach or did I just hear oh her laugh? Oh, my goodness. That's pretty evil right there. I think he's a jokester. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. But, you mm. know, everybody had something. You know, there's this two shelves I hear stuff between all the time. I actually didn't even tell them about that. Right. And then they... Um, uh, everybody had it happen. They heard stuff in between, like shuffling around or like something getting thrown. It happens all the time. So, of I didn't course, hear anything when I was there, though. I know you didn't. Because Kevin worked there for a little while. For right. Me. A while, actually, like some time passed for that. Yeah, I was there for a minute. Yeah. For a long minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, somehow you got by without it. I never <laughs> picked up on anything like that. My friend told me that I need to be more open to it. I'm like, well, I'm trying to be open to it. I mean, I don't. It's not like I'm not trying to see him. I mean, like, I want to. Well, it's you know. it's gotten more active in like the last like probably five six months. Okay. So. Why do you think that is? You think something that kind of uh, sparked it or something? Or? I think that maybe because you know I had stuff happen there too, even when you were there and before you were there, and uh, I just think that maybe the energy is building up for it or something. 
you know, because we have lots of amplifiers in there and we do all this stuff. And um, But one thing I want to say is those beeps that you're hearing, those are their like uh, EMF meters and they have this other weird little thing that you have to actually touch for it to go off and it makes those sounds. So a lot of times when these EVPs were happening, they were right near one of those and, you know, the thought is that the spirit like gets right by it and touches it right. while they're saying something or right after they say it. Mm. So it was really interesting to watch. I'll tell you that much. Like if you guys ever get a chance to go on a ghost hunt with the equipment, it's very like, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Soul changing. <laughs> Cause then you're just like, okay, I have these machines. Like maybe I'm not insane. Mm. And it's just kind of fitting that I have a haunted shop just saying, <laughs> it is fitting for you, absolutely. I would expect nothing less from you, Heidi. <laughs> we'll be right back as Going Global with Gas. Man. All right, the Ghost Inside and Broken Bells is the band on your Saturday afternoon, 344 on uh, Pacific Coast Time, by the way. PCS, PCS, PST. <laughs> 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 so what's up? I'm, my name is Kevin Gassman, hanging out with you until uh, five o'clock, and my uh, co-host here is Heidi Gad. What's up? What's up? And Aliens is on its way pretty soon. Um, legendary drummer, rock and roll aficionado, <laughs> Carmine Apiece will be joining us next hour too. So uh, the, somebody posted a picture, and it's a news story, I guess. And the picture shows, you know, like the two anchors are standing, and behind them is the TV with the big headline of the story. Right. And it says, cheeseburger stabbing. <laughs> Seriously? That's what it says, cheeseburger stabbing. So th this is a meme, apparently. I just saw this. So cheeseburger stabbing, apparently, and this is what the meme says, I can't decide if someone stabs someone else over a cheeseburger. <laughs> Someone stabbed someone else with a cheeseburger. <laughs> someone stabbed a cheeseburger. <laughs> or a cheeseburger stabbed someone. <laughs> it's like a tag of the killer tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Mayor McCheese is right Demons. on it. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. All right, so yeah. It's probably Russia. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We haven't talked know. about anything crazy today yet. I know. Between, I don't even know it's a, where to start, man. Where to go, because, you know, the hurricanes came. You know what's funny? is like, you know, Irma was the... Uh, the only thing I that I remember Irma being from was from Cheech and Chong's next movie. <laughs> Do you remember Irma? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember, don't remember but Irma? it's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like... Bring it back to that Cheech and Chong. Yeah, it always, I don't know. It does, often. There is an Irma character in Cheech and Chong's next movie. I feel like I'm... And Irma is not a person. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember the scene where Chong has to go pick up Cheech's cousin Red at the hotel. And they get there and, and Red, who is played by Cheech, you know. So Red's having an issue with... The guy at the counter, the, the <laughs> hotel clerk, who happens to be Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> and it's, uh, I guess, <laughs> he's trying to explain to him, that, look, it's twenty seven fifty a day, not a week, to stay there at the hotel. And so, they, you know, so Chong shows up and they're like, all right, hey, give him, just give him his luggage. It's in his room. Let him. He's like, no, I can't do that. So he's like, well, we got to, and Cheech goes, or Red, goes, we got to, I got weed in my luggage. We can't, it's like. 
<laughs> can't let them know that, you know? So they go up and climb the stairs to get to the room to get the weed, and they go into the wrong room, and there's a couple having sex in a bed or having <laughs> playing games, and Irma is a hand puppet. <laughs> okay. All right, that took a long time to get to. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't think I remember that part. Yeah. I haven't seen it for a long time, though. Is Mr. Hoo-ha home? <laughs> I know somebody listening knows what I'm talking about. Uh, and I am 100% verifiably, 100% sure, and 100% <laughs> right on this. Which, by the way, last week, um, I was wrong on a couple things. First oh. of all, it really bugged me, yeah. And I listened oh, to no. the podcast. So I'm really upset about myself. What happened? Well, we didn't mention Mark O'Connell's book by the full name of the book. Yeah. And that bothered me. I'm like, damn it. That was a really big faux pas, so I apologize for that. That bothered me. And that's pretty much it. (laughs) 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 I know, really. Well, but, you know, that's how easiest way to look it up. It is a very long title. Well, it's, 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 yeah, it's The Close Encounters Man. And uh, you have to... You know, check out this book. Listen, listen to the the show that that was on. It's archived from last week. Check that out if you can. And uh, really fascinating conversation. I got I got called weird. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> That's what we do, man. We get a little weird here. Yeah, it's true. So where we can, when we can. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, I was just looking over my Facebook page. I, I actually um, I'm doing I'm doing some comedy in a couple weeks. That's right. It's happening. Right. It's happening. So I am uh, debating on doing my porno music or not or not. Hmm. <laughs> Did you had to say that? <laughs> I'm debating on doing my porno music or not or not. <laughs> hmm. if, if you don't know that bit, you know, it's music I play. It's either from a porn or from something else and, or from TV, more or less. Right. So. And it's actually surprisingly difficult. I'm often surprised. It's very much a challenge. I know that. (laughs) I think you just have to feel at the crowd. That's what I think. (laughs) All my porno music was (laughs) on my other computer. I had to get it on my new one. I'm going to say that sounds like a cop show or something. Is actually Dick Dagger. <laughs> the theme for Dick Dagger. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> oh my gosh, definitely a porn. Oh, come on, Heidi. <laughs> Turn the lights down. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the windows. Close the curtains. It's so horrible. <laughs> uh. All right, that is for uh, Cream Street. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. All right, let's. But yeah, you it. should just feel out the crowd and see what kind of crowd you one? have, and then play it. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be for a TV show. Because of that whistle right there, that's why I think. 
<laughs> some Kojak shit, right? Yeah. Maybe some Jethro Tull. <laughs> There's some serious jazz really going on here. This is the theme for Dirty Pimp. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, Let's do another one. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, God. Oh, wait, I got I to gotta uh, start. So funny. I got to do this one right. <laughs> this is a good one here. Right, here we go. <laughs> I have no idea. It's probably not porn because they've all been porn. <laughs> it is porn. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Jade Pussycat. <laughs> I got I got uh, so terrible. I got this one's this, this one's best though. This one coming up, I'm gonna play here. <laughs> this one's good. Sounds like it's like bad midi uh, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on here, man. You don't want to miss cramming for a college. <laughs> it's the co-eds are out of control. <laughs> oh my gosh. Private lessons from the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> 18 who doesn't take crap from no one <laughs> Detention like you've never seen it <laughs> That's all I got <laughs> That's all I got I'm sorry guys I'm out of material on that one <laughs> Cramming for college 1973 You can guys go check it out Oh my goodness <laughs> To look at my playlist today. What'd you guys play you today? You always like, sucker me into playing <laughs> porno music or not, too. I haven't uh, played these in a while. That's the I thing. Know. So I'm excited because they were on my old hard drive. <laughs> Still going. <laughs> that sounded pretty bad. <laughs> on my old hard drive. Oh, to turn it around to go back to golf again. <laughs> this guy I was playing golf with today, I almost said because his driver, um, so, you know, the driving. You know, all the irons and drivers, all the, these graphite shafts and everything, right? <laughs> so I almost like, <laughs> I almost, because his looked like mine, <laughs> I almost said, your shaft looks like mine. <laughs> There's a lot of gay innuendo in, in sports, by the way, just so you know. Yeah, just, I kind of figured that out. You can listen to that, you know, especially <laughs> in baseball. He's got two balls on him. <laughs> That's sex and gay anyway, no. I don't have to gay anyway, no. It's just sex and you <laughs> Cram me for college. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very long song. It's uh, two and a half minutes. Oh, you're just going to repeat? It's the short. Actually, I don't have it on repeat. <laughs> it hasn't been two minutes yet. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much over now. Oh. Thank you for playing. Wow. <laughs> this could be our out music right here. 
Oh, all right. I'm excited. We have another hour to go. Aliens yeah. will get going here. We'll do, do the extraterrestrial rock show. What we're going to talk about will be the strange and unusual. So you guys want to stick back, stick around for that. Um, Carmine Apice will be joining us, a legendary rock and roll drummer. Yeah. And uh, we'll get to some stories from rock and roll. And yeah. See. It's like my favorite part of the show now. When these guys call in and tell us, like, you know, yeah, their experiences. That's what it's all about. That's what the whole idea of the extraterrestrial rock show is to get the musicians on and hear from their perspective mm-hmm. and see how much maybe it affects their music or, you know, how it affects their lives if it does. You know, if is it, is it a part of their lives, you know, or, you know, this is ancient aliens just a show on the bus. Right. Oh, they're driving around. I think that's what Paul Nelson was talking about, right? Yeah. Watching a lot of ancient aliens and stuff on the bus. So, all right, so we got a few minutes here. We'll hit the top of the hour. We'll come back with the extraterrestrial rock show. Aliens. <laughs> with gas. Man. Up in smoke. That's where my money goes In my lungs And sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a toke And all my cares Go up in smoke <laughs> Up in smoke Donde todo Es libre There are no signs Que dicen No fume So I roll a bomber Y me doy Un buen toque Y después I choke Y todo mis cares Go up in smoke Come on, let's go get high Up in smoke That's where I want to be Cause when I'm high, the world's low, don't bother me. When life begins to be one long and dangerous road, I take the toe and all my cares go up in smoke. Vent radioactive gas. The last time I caught an odor like that was 11 years ago. I want the people to know that they still have two out of three branches of the government working for them, and that ain't bad. (laughs) 
What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done? You got to check it out, little boogie woogie on your brain. Open your mind real wide now. Freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. man. Most people think the interest in UFOs is limited to a few cranks. In fact, there are thousands of intelligent people who get together at international conferences all over the world to study them. We visited one at Chicago to interview the man who for 20 years was head of the U.S. Air Force top security investigation into UFOs, Dr. Alan Hynek. It's uh, particularly heartening to me to see the rise of interest among scientists and particularly astronomers uh, in the UFO problem. So it has often been said that why don't astronomers see UFOs? As a matter of fact, they do. In a very recent report uh, by Professor Sturrock of Stanford University, who um, queried all the members of the American Astronomical Society, found that 53% of those who responded said that, in their opinion, the UFO problem was, was worthy of scientific study. And what is more, 64 of the astronomers who responded uh, gave what would be called UFO reports, objects, sightings that they personally had made at their observatories frequently, which to them was unexplained. Aliens. With gas. Man. Yeah, that's Dr. J.I. Allen Hynek. And yeah, I just figured, man, we didn't have enough from him last week. Right. I want to, fin- you know, get another clip from him. Very Talk- interesting fellow. Well, yeah, you know, you think about it, the astronomers are, are seeing this. And he was a big yeah. cry out for, you know, people telling what they saw, report what you saw. You can be anonymous, but, you know, let people know what you saw. Right. And that's a pretty big number of astronomers that have checked out. Yeah. <laughs> At least agree that this should be more you know looked into right that's from 1977 by the way i think if more people just do that like that's an important message because a lot of people don't report stuff all the time like i was going to start doing uber sessions right where um every single uber driver i've had (laughs) like once i tell them about the show right they're like oh this happened to me or i saw the phoenix lights like at an angle like just every single person. Well, I think a lot of people don't know where where to go, you know, right. with who to call. Who do you call? You know, I mean, yeah. that's, that's it. You just don't know. You know, it's not really available. You have to go online and it's, you know, there's not like a major, which you would think, I would think, you, the, the, so our governments would have a major hotline for UFO sightings, you right. know. It's kind of but one of the- But people don't trust the government, though. Well, I understand, but I'm saying it's like, in, in a, as a matter of, of dire straits for humanity, you know, <laughs> only a couple of things really are out there that can really do us in. One obviously would be a, like an asteroid or what have you. The other would be an alien invasion. Right. So you would, why don't we have an alien invasion radar or like a warning <laughs> system? We don't have that. Right. That's just not there. It's not even plausible to have that for people to even, you know, to think about. It's plausible for a lot well, of us. For all, yeah, for yeah. a lot of us, it's legit saying, all right, here's our alien. I mean, like I remember growing up in LA in the San Fernando Valley and we had those air warnings, you know, just testing the sirens. Right. Those are creepy, man. Yeah. I mean, but you have to have them, I guess. Yeah. You know, and why not for uh, an alien? I guess that's just what they do. But yeah. Th- but. Alien warning yeah. systems, you know, what did they, they do? They probably got some, like, lasers already built <laughs> to zap them and stuff, if they're bad. 
if the I would hope they wouldn't just go, oh, they're coming right for us <laughs> and shoot. Like, I hope not, because well, then that would start a war. That's the thing. But, you know, okay, so would now they not start a war against us because a lot of them are already living amongst us? Maybe. Is that maybe a reason they don't want to really invade because they might have other things going on? They have operatives on this planet for them? Because there are extraterrestrials among us. (laughs) Right. That's your page on Facebook, (laughs) by the way. And by the way, the And my friend Rick Heskey. (laughs) Right. There you go. Over over the sea, over overseas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. By the way, welcome to the uh, the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. My name is Kevin Gassman. Heidi Gad. Yeah, and is we, my name. We have some really cool news, by the way, to tell you. Yeah. We are going. We have a new network. Yeah. Starting tomorrow, it's at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. So the East Coasters can get the show, and it's going to be on RadioBuzz101.com. It's awesome. So they've added us to the lineup. No, that's so cool. Yeah. So thank you for doing that. We're on a few other networks, of course, KOWS up in Occidental, California. That's tonight, by the way. There's their weird Saturdays or something like that. And we're on there. So if you want to check out an episode, that's tonight at 10, 10 o'clock. And on Sunday nights, we're on KEBF. It's 97.3 Morro Bay in San Luis Obispo. And then, of course, we have our Phoenix radio stations out here, 99.1 FM in the East Valley and on 93.9 <laughs> FM in the West Valley, KWSS. <laughs> oh, I think I'm done, right? Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, don't forget the SoundCloud. Voice America. Yeah, voiceamerica.com. <laughs> all where we are right now. Archives of this show are the raw archives, basically. The original air date are, you know, uh, unedited, but basically, basically, because our SoundCloud podcast is pretty much edited down for taking weak stuff out, <laughs> like this segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. So, you know, if anybody else there had any ideas, you know, about maybe a warning system for aliens, you know, right. should there be one or did we ever have one? I don't know if we ever did or not. I mean... Again, is it? Let's know? put a survey on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, because let's do that. If that's acknowledged, and let's say the government says, "All right, we're going to have this. We're going to use these our our other siren warnings. We're going to add this one to the mix. This is what it's going to sound like." But then that's obviously an omission. Right. That's why I was sitting here thinking in my brain. And right then, the you know people who are hardcore religious are wouldn't be able to handle that. That's what the wait a minute. Are you telling us they are? But NASA already told us they are. Unless they just, the right? religious people just realize it's just God's will. <laughs> then if it's just God's will, why even worry about it anyway? Right. Um, exactly. Because they're probably going to be nice, I right. hope. Well, you'd imagine. You know, I'd hope so. Right. As long as there's <laughs> not like a lot, a lot of them, because then it looks bad. An alien invasion. Yeah. Yeah, they can take us over any moment. Yeah. Maybe they're protecting us. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of both. But if they're protecting us, what are they protecting us from? Ourselves. You know, trying to keep us in line? It probably could be a lot worse. <laughs> it, it probably could, you know. I think with the, you know, everyone's kind of, you know, but there's a lot of people out there that are hoping, you know, the worst is coming. Yeah. You know, we have that big prediction. Yeah. Well, in a few days, you know. It's a week away, isn't it? it? It's supposed to be between the 20th and 23rd. Okay. That's what the pyramid um, prediction says and the Bible prediction. So we're having a, a double, double, which has nothing to do with the 2012 prophecy with the Mayan calendar. I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't look into it that much just because every like year or two. Right. You know, so these are legit. This is just some dude in Missouri that just came up with some idea that the mm-hmm. end of the world is coming. No, down. it's been an idea for a while. It has. Yeah. Okay. 
But how can they be accurate about the calendar? Because which calendar are they using? Right, yeah, mean, it's a whole thing. And I'm t- sure they went through some scientific process. Well, I'm always like, is this, is this uh, you know, Mountain Standard Time? How <laughs> this right. is going to happen? You know, do you have an exact time zone it's going to hit? <laughs> That's why they put three dates. And, and what are we talking about? We're talking like a planet? We're talking about Nibiru. Planet X. Right. Yeah. Right. But if it was a week away, would we not see it already? Or would I feel, would think so. Right. Unless it's a week away when it enters. I don't know. But we already had a big, you know, big earthquakes, you had right. big, uh, uh, hurricanes, but I don't know if that uh, would be. That's why it's looking a little weird. Would the hurricanes be affected by a planet from out with that? Or we, I would think more, mm. you know. Well, gravity, man. I would think more ocean tides or yeah. earthquakes and volcanoes and stuff. Yeah. That's Greenhouse gas getting all sucked into one spot because of gravity. <laughs> There's a conspiracy theory for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you once the solar eclipse hit, I, I just feel like when you look at the sky, it just still feels it just doesn't have the same kind of blue anymore. I feel like it's mm-hmm. lost that hue a little bit. I don't know why. Maybe you burn your like, cones and your rods. N- maybe, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's that, but I, I feel like it's, you know, like a shadow is kind of you know, like holding, still there. you know, like way below us. Like maybe. something's bouncing off. Like if you were going to hide, it would be below us or above us, right? Uh, you know, when I mean above time. us, I'm talking about. Right. Like, Arctic Circle or Antarctica. Yeah. You know, that kind of direction where they would hide from us, where we don't have direct view of the sky <laughs> above us. <laughs> that's that's what the place for you to hide from. That's why we got to do a survey, man. Like Antarctica. So <laughs> do a survey. <laughs> we'll post one up. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, very cool. All right. Uh, well, we got some shout outs, by the way. I want to make uh, uh, to uh, people on Instagram for uh, tagging us and commenting on some of our stuff as well, using, uh, getting us involved with some of their conversations. Uh, UFO Satan on Instagram. I love that. It's cool. Oh, I never noticed that one yet. Yeah, and base alien. So UFO underscore Satan and base.alien. <laughs> These are our friends on Instagram. <laughs> you know, you're going to have variety. <laughs> I dig it. I, I dig <laughs> all the followers on Instagram who, who are listening in and who at least check us out or maybe just like what we do on Instagram regardless. But, I mean, it's a real worldwide, you know, audience as opposed to, you know, like a Facebook or something like that where you're more, I think, in America, I would say, as opposed to you might have some people here and theirs. But I think Instagram is really uh, world, more worldly, yeah. if you will. Algorithm seems a little more variety stricken. All right, so we got tagged on this one here. It's the Drake Equation. Uh, yep. Estimates the number of active communicative civilizations in our galaxy. It suggests that there are between 1,000 and 100 million civilizations in the Milky Way galaxy alone. Or maybe that's 100,000. <laughs> no, it's 100 million. <laughs> <laughs> There's eight zeros. <laughs> That's a hundred million. <laughs> oh my gosh! No. There's well, eight, I'm just saying. There's I, eight zeros. Yeah, there's eight. It's a hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> if it's at a if it's at a thousand, even they're saying a thousand lives. Even if that, at the very bottom oh, line yeah. of, of of civilizations that can communicate doesn't really make them as I don't think as far as intelligent too much. I don't think. Because communicating means, you know, you know right. apes can communicate with right. each other. So I'm not saying they variable. are intelligent. Right, exactly. So that's an interesting little thought right there because, I mean, if there's that many just alone in the Milky Way galaxy, and that's just our, that's us. That's just our yeah. little corner of the universe. That's uh, always been a big 
conversation among people who debate this. Right. And, um, you know, math, it's cool. <laughs> you can do it too, everybody. And UFO Satan tagged us on the, uh, the actual color of the universe, the overall color. Right. It's like a soft beige, <laughs> real soft beige. <laughs> if you were to back out on that, you know. <laughs> oh, yes, Heidi. Uh, I'm excited. Are you ready to roll with this? Uh, we're going to yeah. have some music. I'm going to come back yeah. and we're going to be talking with Carmen Apias. Yeah. Drummer for Vanilla Fudge. Yep. Still drums around. His brother, Vinny Apice, is also a heavy metal drummer. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's going to talk aliens. We're going to chat with him. So I figure we'll get a little rock and roll today. Yeah, let's do it. A little metal. <laughs> Even though these guys are from the States, where he's from, Vanilla Fudge is the United States band. Right. Did you know that they actually were, like, I mean, they brought on tour with them? Led Zeppelin. <laughs> like, Led Zeppelin <laughs> opened up for Vanilla Fudge. <laughs> Amazing, isn't that crazy? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, wow, man. Just, I mean, I mean, things are so different back then, you know. Yeah, it's not like that anymore today. I don't think there is. Well, they're just building up there, they're probably new, right? So, anybody out there listening in, if there's any music that you want to hear on the program, now, of course, we play songs that are kind of space related, alien, UFO, whatever kind of planets that people yeah. want to talk about or sing about you know songs about that and we go all over the genre on this show right we hit we're going to play a little hard rock today and you know we play old school 50s country we played old school 50s r&b we play old school um 70s punk rock anything and, about an alien yeah anything. or something paranormal even too that would work as well yeah. because you know heidi has a ghost story we haven't hit up upon yeah uh, you have, a, you have a, minute, a couple minutes you want to touch upon this sure for sure yeah so talk so, about this uh, the quick. cops crew crossing over paranormal society uh jane marie yates who've been on our show before you guys should check those out they're in our soundcloud um came into my shop in chandler and did an investigation and um, we're going to post just the EVPs that they got. I'll put it on a, our Facebook page, Aliens with Gas, two S's. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, dude, there's some activity there. I was yeah. not imagining it. <laughs> I heard the audio, and it's pretty intense. And yeah. you can really hear a few things. And there's, you wrote out the caption, what they said. Right. So that's you can follow along, and they, you know, they cut a, edit the audio out so you can they repeat the what yeah. the entity said and at the very end there's a laugh oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> but i mean they even um had footsteps like stuff moving around and whatnot it was you know it was c- nice to get that confirmation that i'm not insane right but almost every one of my employees has had some kind of an experience there interesting so you know it's haunted <laughs> They're going to do more investigation, too. Well, we'll have to have them on the show again pretty soon. Yeah. So we talked about that last hour, and we'll throw that into our overtime. Yeah. So you can check that out when you can on the SoundCloud page, iTunes, TuneIn. Stitcher, Google Play. Yes, CastBox, Player FM, <laughs> and SoundCloud, of course, is where the home base is. So you can check out all the shows. Sans the music, because we're not allowed to leave the tunes on the podcast unless it's an independent artist who give us their permission i can guarantee we're not going to get permission to leave this one on the podcast <laughs> but at least we can play it right now it's from uh, one of my favorite heavy metal bands of all time judas priest yes. it's solar angels right here it's the extraterrestrial rock show mm-hmm. 
aliens with gas (laughs) solar angels wow (laughs) that's from judas priest the 1981's point of entry (laughs) so priest getting a little space it always happens whenever i'm like really listening to the song i'm like yeah (laughs) right on with the extraterrestrial rock show right here on the voiceamerica.com variety channel the live version and before it hits on the radio on sunday nights in phoenix and on San Luis Obispo Radio, and then, of course, podcasted for your delight. Yes. <sighs> you can always cloud. go to our webpage, too, Aliens with Gas. Yeah, so our, our next guest, yes. a legendary drummer, Carmine Apiece. <laughs> He's got a book, Stick It, My Life of Sex, Drums, and Rock and Roll. And this is on Amazon. I'm going to read it. He's on his way. He's going to call in. Um, this is what the, <laughs> the lead into the book, so you want to buy the book. He ran with teenage gangs in Brooklyn before becoming a global rock star in the summer of love. He was managed by the mob hung with Hendrix, trashed thousands of hotel rooms, unwittingly paid, uh, unwittingly paid for an unknown Led Zeppelin to support him on tour, taught John Bonham as well as Fred Astaire a thing or two about drumming, and took part in Zeppelin's infamous deflowering of a groupie with a mud shark. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, sounds like a book, you know, a lot of people would want to read. I I mean, it it goes on, man. I'm telling you, this is crazy. After enrolling in Rod Stewart's sex police, he hung out with Kojak, accidentally shared a house with Prince, became blood brothers with Ozzy Osbourne, and got fired by Sharon. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, no wonder he wrote a book, man. (laughs) He formed an all-blonde hair metal band, jammed with John McEnroe and Steven Seagal, became a megastar in Japan, got married five times, slept with 4,500 groupies, and along the way became a rock legend by single-handedly reinventing hard rock and heavy metal drumming. (laughs) Carmen Apiece. That's his book. I want to read this book. I mean, I don't have it. We've got to get this thing going on, man. This is great. And he's about ready to chat uh, when he calls, calls us up here. He's waiting for the phone call, so... (laughs) <laughs> I'm ner- I, I saw him perform, Heidi. I saw him perform in 83 with Ozzy. It was the Bark at the Moon tour. It was yeah. in, at the LA Forum with Rat. <laughs> it was supposed to be Motley Crue. Awesome. It was supposed to, be, uh, supposed to be Motley Crue. Yeah. Yeah. Something happened to them. I know. But he's an original member of Vanilla Fudge. Yeah, and they still <laughs> go around Vanilla Fudge. He, and he's got a brother, Vinny, who does drums as well. And he wants to talk aliens. So exciting. I know. So, <laughs> And it's funny because you have a tie-in with drummers, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> my first drum, my, my roommate in college was a drummer. So I brought out my guitar. He would give a beat. I just do a stupid rhythm, and we were off, off we went, you know. Right. So, but I always kind of gravitated towards drummers. It's weird because I have some good friends out here in Phoenix that are good drummers. Right? Yeah. That are drummers, yeah. All my boyfriends were drummers except for the one... I have now. It's not really my boyfriend. <laughs> no? <laughs> All right. Well, we're still waiting for the phone call here from Carmine to call in. So I'm trying to do our best to kill the time here, Heidi. Well, you know, just in case the world does end in a week between yes. the 20th and 23rd, you guys should go and listen to our podcasts because there's some pretty funny ones in there. Well, we have a few shows about the end of the world. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a common theme and right. for the, I guess, just in life in general. I mean, we're always pressed upon them every year. There's always a threat. Somebody has a prediction for this. And yeah. I mean, like I said, did you want to be right? I mean, I don't yeah. want you to be right. So what's the point of doing that? I mean, just to get, you know, follow me now because I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? You just want to be some kind of a, you know, 
leader right. of what? Just if it's just for your ego to stroke, so people just can follow you and, and wait on every word you say. Is that you know that's what it's all about? People have to evolve past releasing their ego, man. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to have a little bit of an ego, but just not like a big ego, because then you have an ego, and then you might be a snob. All right. It's not cool. Well, they just want to lead. They want to have a follower. They want to have a flock. And, you know, and it's, you see these guys, you know, who are, you know, it's like the Joel Olsteins and, you know, the Ted Haggards and stuff like that. And, you know, these guys just have this leadership. Uh, they have leadership qualities, obviously, because people follow mm-hmm. them. You know, the Charles Mansons. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's interesting is I know uh, Ted Haggard started his church in Colorado, and that was uh, started out of his mom's basement, believe it or not. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's amazing. <laughs> people will follow anything. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. You know, when the hurricanes came out there, there were people on the beach. Yeah. Did you see that at all? I did, yeah. People, like, they were praying the storm away. You know, did Ir- Irma wasn't that, did Irma really hit? Or Irma hit not as bad, right, as it Harvey? Yeah, it wasn't as much they expected. Right, right, which is thankful, but, you know, still. Yeah, that's why... You know, you got to take, like, stuff you see about UFOs and everything with a grain of salt because there are people out there just, like, putting out just total BS. Right. And it's really horrible. Or just, you know, being like, oh, here's a UFO, but really it's actually just a team of skydivers that you could easily find the scheduling for (laughs) right there. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Plus with the world of drones where we're at. Right. Yeah, but some, yeah, that's a thing. A lot of people are calling everything drone, but um, there's some that I just, I don't believe drones can move that way, you know, shoot straight up into the sky. Yeah. And I think when you look at drones, you got to think about the distance and are they really that big? If they're really big and and they're really far away, I would have to imagine that's not a drone. Right. I don't think that's anybody. Exactly. That's That's a great point because drones are meant to be really like. You know. They're tiny. Yeah. Right. Nobody's got a big, big thing, you know, big yeah. drone that they're <laughs> yeah. flying around that's the size of a, <laughs> a mini jumbo jet. You know, you've seen those those uh, remote control airplanes. I right. mean, they're pretty big. I mean, they get, a, yeah. you know, it's a wing size about 15, 20 feet. Nobody tried to say that the Phoenix Lights was a drone. <laughs> Nobody is, but maybe it was, yeah. you know, maybe it was a drone, a government drone. <laughs> you know, maybe those are government drones that we're not aware of. Yeah. They should just be honest. Right. What are they afraid of? It's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. Well, I just checked my phone line. It's just, it works. <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> I had to double check. Like, oh, you know, it does work. So, so waiting for Carmen to, to call in. Uh, Heidi Gaz with us. My name is Kevin Gassman. Again, the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. We are every Saturday, the live version on VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. And then we are on the radio in three different cities, in Phoenix, Arizona, on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. We're on 99.1 FM KFXY in the East Valley and on 93.9 FM KWSS in the West Valley of Phoenix, Arizona. And then also we are aired in San, Lu- San Luis Obispo. Yeah. And that is on 97.3 FM. Yeah. And we are in Occidental, California, Santa Rosa. <laughs> and the interesting part about Santa Rosa, well, that's Saturday nights, by the way. That's tonight. Right. Every other Saturday starting tonight. So not next Saturday, but tonight. Then there's a week off and it comes back on the air. You'll hear a past episode as well. But Santa Rosa, that whole area, is what 
Danny said from Captain Squeegee, that's Bohemian Groves. Right. So that's the whole area up there. So, <laughs> Dude, so that, um, uh, that link you sent me with the, I think it was Indonesia, those motorcyclists, that, yes. that thing popped out. Weird video yeah, of a man. motorcyclist getting like knocked out by a spirit. Yeah. Well, I think maybe he, like, when they all saw that, like, small person in front of them running, that was either, I don't know, dude, it looked weird. It was hard to catch it, too. Um, But it was moving really fast. And the video seems authentic. Like, the dude, I feel like the dude on the motorcycle that fell down, fell down because he saw it and, like, just freaked out and was like, holy crap, what was that? Like, cause I know like I, that might be my first reaction. Right. All of a sudden you're riding down a trail at a pretty fair speed and anything jumps out in front of you, you're going to freak out much less something that looked like this little, I don't know, it was something weird, but it could be like, they say there's like this lost tribe. So it could be the lost tribe. I don't know. Interesting. A lost tribe of what? Some tribe that's out there just lost. That like spirit wise? No, like an actual tribe. Like of small people, <laughs> like, like a lost like tribe. You're talking about, yeah. Okay. Or something of the like. It's possible. I don't know. It's all I know is that whatever that being, human or alien, was, it was fast. Because <laughs> I was trying to pause and like get a good picture of it. Right. Ugh, it wasn't happening. You're not gonna do it. That's Heidi Gad. <laughs> My name's Kevin Gasman. Again, you are tuned into the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. Aliens with gas, Man. and uh, we're—I'm excited to have our guest on the phone. All we right. have with us here. We were talking about him, Karma and a Peace. Stick it. My life of sex, drums, and rock and roll is the biography, the uh, autobiography he wrote about his crazy life, his amazing career in rock and roll music, from being in the band Vanilla Fudge and still touring with that band, as well as playing with Rod Stewart, Ozzy, and the stories and the and the rock and roll legend continues on. <laughs> and and we're talking aliens with Karma and a Peace with us on the phone. How you? doing man okay man how you doing uh, we're doing we're doing good <laughs> thanks for calling in we appreciate yeah. it cool cool I, I mean i haven't really had much uh, experience with aliens but i love all the i watch all the uh, tv shows and I'm, all, I'm into all that you know yeah right on man and, now uh, how long is, is that a dog barking in the background <laughs> uh unbelievable you know what you wouldn't believe what that is that's how dry it <laughs> this is your job. <laughs> this is your, the clothes dryer. It makes a silly noise. I'll move to another. I'll move to another room because it's probably coming in louder than me. Oh my gosh! You, know? you have How's to that? listen back to this later to yeah. hear that, man. <laughs> through what it sounds like. Is that better? Here. Is that better? You can't hear it. Yeah, no, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, good. thank you, man. I, I, yeah, I, okay. uh, no, yeah. no worries, man. That's so cool, man. So, all right, so you have an interest in, in aliens. That's real interesting, man. So how long has this interest been going on? And, uh, is this before you? No, been... ever since I was a kid. I'm a sci-fi buff. You know, I watch all the sci-fi movies, all the, all the alien stuff. The, uh, I was watching Ancient Aliens last night on History Channel, you know, just to gear up for this. No, I always <laughs> watch that stuff. You, you did know? some homework. I mean, I watched, I, I had a movie, uh, there was a movie called Garden of the Gods. Do you remember that movie? Uh, um, I and remember was, hearing about it, yeah. but I don't think I saw it. Well, well, it was talking. It was talking about how uh, the religions, you know, like, like the the Catholic religion. Every time you saw, you know, like, uh, like Jesus or Mary and all that, they always had this halo around them, and they, and they were saying, could it be that, you know, they were the superhuman beings that came from space, you know, and they were wearing wearing some helmets, you know what I mean, and. 
Yeah. There's crazy stuff like that, you know, and, and it makes you start thinking, you know, because, you know, in the Catholic religion, they say God, yeah, he was a supreme being that made all things. I mean, some of these aliens could be supreme beings, you know, if they, if they did leave seeds for the uh, human beings here on the, on this country, on this uh, earth, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, so I, it's, a, it, it's an interesting concept. Well, I, th- I think a lot of people have that um, perception of, of aliens being these uh, gods. You know, that's kind of their replace yeah. their replacement for the aliens. Is what you're saying is like, you know, uh, instead of being you know a, a being with two big huge eyes, we're going to give you a someone who looks like you. And this is you know this is the story of how you began. I mean, are, are, are you, do you believe in creation or do you believe in evolution or? Well, I, I'm I'm a little of both. You know. I mean, I think there's got to be something that created all this, you know? Right. I, you know, but, you know, when you think of the, the Big Bang, you know, like Brian May, you know, the guitarist, he's also a doctor. Of, uh, he's a, he wrote a book, actually, called The Big Bang with some other scientists and talks about the whole, you know, birth of the universe and stuff, but... You know, it's very hard to follow. <laughs> well, <laughs> Unless you're a scientist. Yeah. Right, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he is a, he is a, uh, I don't know exactly what he, what kind of doctor he is. Probably a, um, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I what don't know what he is. I'm going to have to, to write to, that kind of book. You know? <laughs> you know? It sounds like a smart guy to me, yeah. I'll tell you that much. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, I know, but, Physics, but it, it's maybe. pretty cool. You know, I read a few parts of it. It was very interesting, but it started going way over my head. You know, well, so you way you, over my head. So, but you caught this as far as a young kid. How, how, what age were you when this kind of uh, realization hit you? Well, after I saw that movie, so that movie was probably in the seventies. You know, yeah, it's mid been. mid to late seventies, somewhere on that, maybe maybe early 80s. Right. So that when I saw that, I said, wow, you know, and then I started seeing, you know, in the last few years, 10 years or so, when the History Channel was running all this alien, you know, uh, ancient aliens, and they're talking about, you know, that they, the people, the primitive people, I mean, let's face it, you know, you look at uh, the Virgin Mary, you know, could be impregnated, you know, but we do that now, you know? Right. True. Uh, you know, and, you know, and, um, different different things that happen can be done with medicine, and you know, and uh, well, we had a yeah. You know, so it could be it could be just a, a a race that was so ahead of us, you know, that to the cavemen or the people in you know two thousand three thousand years ago, somebody that can do that kind of stuff, you know. Well, what's whatever it is, right. you're walking on water. You know, it could be some sort of <laughs> right. jet on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, uh, we don't know you what know? kind of power they had back in the day. But what's yeah, what you well, you brought you bring up a, a reminder of me when the uh, we did a story about the Betty and Barney Hill abduction. If you uh, haven't yeah. heard about this story, it's in New Hampshire. And these, uh, uh-huh. this, this couple gets abducted, and they tell the story of them being in the UFO, and they're talking about this it, this tool, I guess, uh, for abortion. Was it not, Heidi? Yeah, I, yeah, it was I think so. Like this, right. And this uh-huh. is like 20, 30 years before this, this type of technology was being put in place. So, wow. So, yeah, you know, wow. you, you talk about this technology and, and how it kind of maybe it drops in our lap once, you know, here's and there's in every decade or maybe a couple yeah. of 20 years. Here's another thing that you guys, as humanity, is allowed to yeah. play with, you know? Right. 
I had friends, you know, I can't remember who they are exactly now over the years that said they were abducted. They told stories of being in a spaceship and, you know, the aliens examining all all over the place. And, mm. you know, I was like, well, you know, who knows, you know, I mean, especially now, they're discovering so many planets light years away in other solar systems. You know, why do we believe that we could be the only ones, period? Right. You know? There's no reason to believe and, and that. The, and the only ones that have developed where we are, have developed it, you know? Yeah. And uh, I see all these different sci-fi movies, you know, the, the Independence Day and all those kind of movies. And even way back as far as uh, Invaders from Space, I think it was called. Right. Yeah. So Earth versus the so- Earth versus the Flying Saucers. That's that's what it is, and you know, and it's it tells all that story. It's the same thing, and it's always about you know they're coming down because they're they're seeing what this kind of, what this world is doing to itself, fighting with each other and everything, you know. And you know, I don't know if that's Hollywood doing that, but but you know what, you know, I that's. That's been the same message every single UFO and alien right. invasion movie has been about. It's the or, underlying theme. Exactly. Like, right. are they trying exactly. to warn us? Like, hey, right. we know this. Yeah. It almost, it almost, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I was going to say, it almost feels like I mean, they're uh, dropping hints to us. Well, yeah, it's almost like, uh, you know, we are the, the their children, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, right. What if, what if, what if, you know, that, that race that really started, you know, this world, I've been watching it and saying, oh, these guys are ridiculous. They can't be at peace with each other. Let's go down there and take care of it, <laughs> you know? Well, that's it. We, that's you, a, know, you don't know. I mean, you don't know. Well, that's you know? what we talk about, though. You know, we talk about that. Yeah. I mean, are they, are they overseeing us? You know, are they kind of our, our guardian angels to a certain degree of keeping us in line, not letting us go too far yeah. and, and, you know, too far with the nuclear thing? But, you know, how do you, how do you help something that happens in Fukushima? Or, you know, or what if, you know, North Korea goes ballistic? You know, I mean, what's, yeah, will, yeah. will they stop that? Will they prevent that? I mean, we don't know. Yeah, but yeah, um, we don't know. We, I mean, look, they never prevented, uh, you know, when the, the Cuban crisis happened. They didn't put it at that. You know, we we dealt with it and figured it out. Right, right. So maybe right. it's the same. I mean, it's the same kind of thing with North Korea. So that guy's nuts. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, the thing is, but, is you know, uh, the, the, there's stories of UFOs um, deactivating nuclear missiles here in America right. on on multiple, really? yeah, oh, on, on multiple wow, bases. Yeah, I mean, if no it, yes, wow. it's a very interesting YouTube Google. <laughs> yeah, just YouTube. Search whatever. Yeah, search. Uh, <laughs> yeah, UFO wow. and nukes, basically, and they. they oh, I will. Yeah, they they basically have gone into Malmstrom Air Force Base is a story where they show the or these guys talk about these UFOs coming in and basically deactivating the missiles that are there, the silos. Well, and yeah, and shutting down their control wow. room, even. Yeah, shutting down the yeah. Wow. Man. So this, wow, this, that's that's amazing. Yeah, you know, I see. I, I I've seen lights. Of, you know, sometimes I can. Well, I lived in the desert, and in California, and I used to see some weird lights. Go, what is that? You know, and you know, and then it would just like maybe be sitting there, and then all of a sudden it was gone. You know, so I'm saying, what well, could that be? But we also lived near. Uh, um, I think it was Lockheed, and they were coming up with all these crazy kind of stealth fighters, and, and who knows, they could have come up with some sort of, uh, 
flying saucer looking thing that they're testing, you know, right up in the desert. Yeah, and that's you know, but the, yeah. that that story is interesting, unbelievable. That one about the nukes that's amazing. Yeah, I have a, a friend of mine who lives in Australia, and he's a total freak bananas on UFOs. He said he, I think he was one of the guys that said he was abducted. You know, and he's he used to send me like all these different things on the internet. You know, links to all these different UFO sightings all around the world, you know. And uh, he was, like, really up and up on this stuff all the time, you know. Yeah, right on. That's so, we, uh, that's we, we're, it's, uh, it's interesting that you have a show on it, a talk show on it. <laughs> well, you know, it's, yeah, it's, we've, been, we've been doing this show for a couple of years, and only the last year, basically, we've been more, more focused on the music and interviewing musicians and artists and playing songs that actually have, you know, uh, alien themes to them or, you know, uh, anything about space or what have you. So that's kind of where we're at. But our music selection has been nonstop. We haven't repeated any songs since we basically started. (laughs) We've gone through all styles of genres you can name. Uh, We just played a Judas Priest song, Solar Angels. Um, So I haven't uh, looked at Vanilla Fudge, though. I didn't see any of Alien songs. No, we don't have any alien songs. <laughs> but uh, you remember those songs? I don't know if you, you probably, I don't know how old you are, but I remember the songs in the fifties where they used to do "Who Are You?" I and uh, the Japanese fan, uh, what is it, uh, spaceman or something? I forgot what the name of those things were. They used to take uh, bits of songs, you know, and, they, and and it would be like it was a forty-five. Okay. You know, and, and it would. Uh, you should look into look at that on on YouTube. Yeah. A, uh, I, I forgot what they were called, you know, but there were 45s and something about spacemen. All right. Know? Yeah, we'll totally you check know? that out. We, flying we, saucer, the flying saucers or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah, we'll totally you know? look that up. We, we, we played a, an Ella Fitzgerald song from 1951 called Two Tiny Men and a Flying Saucer or Two Little Men and a Flying Saucer. No. And, and uh, this song's all about these two aliens that see what we're doing on this planet and take off. They don't want anything to do with us. You know, it's a, wow. it's a really interesting song, you know, and just the lyrics and, oh, wow. yeah, I mean, there's, so and how do you, how do you find these songs? I, you know, a lot of it's through Google, it's just trying to, you know, songs about aliens, you know, and what pops <laughs> right. up and, you know, you got all these different styles wow. from different bands and different decades and. I mean, you, you name it, and you know we kind of we haven't really gone into the hard rock spectrum too much here. Um. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember if any songs that I've ever been involved in had alien themes in it. You yeah, know? I mean, I, did anybody? I, I, I imagine it might have been something. You know? Well, I mean, what, what anybody, as far as you said, you've kind of had chats with people as far as, but nothing really as far as, uh, you know, you're yourself seeing anything without the exception of it just being high in the sky somewhere. That's the closest you've got. No, no, not really. You yeah. know, and uh, it's, uh, and like I said, you know, the greatest alien movie message like that was Close Encounters, I thought, you know, because yeah. that one, it's in the movies again now. Yeah, it just came 40th out. 40th anniversary of it, you know? Yeah. We, and I remember when I saw that, I go, whoa, you know? It was really an amazing uh, take on that whole alien abduction and aliens, you know, being involved in our lives and stuff, you know? It, it was a, uh, it definitely, it, it broke a new um, paradigm of UFO for a lot of people, yeah. bringing it out into the, you know, into society, if you will. 
Uh, we we just had yep. yeah we just had on the 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 uh, autobiographer or uh, the biographer of Dr. J. Allen Hynek, and Dr. J. Allen Hynek is the one who created the Close Encounters scale. You know the Close Encounters one, two, and three. Oh, and so he created oh. that. And um, yeah, I mean it, the, and that's the old movies. Now back in the in the eighties, other movies came out called Communion, and these were abductions where aliens would come into uh-huh. the bedrooms. Yeah, I, I saw that movie actually. Was uh, I forgot it was in it, but I I remember seeing that movie. Yeah. I don't remember a, a lot about it. I remember the title. And I remember it was a movie about aliens. Right. You know? Yeah, it's Christopher Walken. Oh, that's right. He is. Yeah, well, he was great. He, he was great. Must have been great. In, he's uh, awesome. Yeah, he's really. Yeah. Uh, he is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, and if you ever read that book, don't read it at nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, oh yeah, really? Well, yeah. It's you know, it's this guy's account. I wonder if I, ever, I wonder if I ever read that book. It sounds familiar. You know, I've read so many books in my life. You know, I understand. Sometimes now I think about, did I read that book? Did I see that movie? You know, <laughs> well, yeah. Because I'm I'm in that age where you know, I remember my father used to say, hey, I know that guy for forty years. I go, wow, I know him for fifty years. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Same, same thing with like books and everything, you know. And but um, and my my daughter, my daughter does special effects makeup, so she's made some aliens in her career. All right, you know? nice. So we have uh, yeah, some horror horror things in aliens. And when you look back at the old movies, you know, the fifties where the aliens are so funny looking, you know. Well, they had to Some of them come out of, really bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, they had to come up with this imagination. I mean, when even look like at, at the uh, Star Treks, you know, back then, you know, with the yeah. let's just put a horn on them and paint them green. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's an alien, you know. That's yeah, you know, yeah. limited at what they had to do with, you know, what they had to work with as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now they forget about it. Right. Everything. Right. I mean, they got they got a hologram tour going out with Ronnie James Dio. Saw that. Right. I, I mean, you know, twenty years ago, they go what? That would have been considered something from outer space. You know? <laughs> And that's just him, and they got a, he's got a live band, right, playing the, with the holograms. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, they're playing with the hologram. And wow. they did it by having attaching all the wires to a female that was about his size, and uh, she would be, like, mouthing the songs and doing all his moves. Oh, that's how that works. You know, and then, 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 then they put it in the computer, and then they put his image over it all. Oh, wow. You know? And then they project it on the stage. I think they project it from up top. Now this way he can actually move on all over the stage, you know. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know how that how that worked. Really interesting. Yeah, it's wow. Crazy. That is crazy. crazy. Think, I mean, I mean, <laughs> if this works, I mean, you'll be seeing Elvis. You'll be seeing Michael Jackson again. You'll be seeing John Lennon. Yeah, you would. You know, you'll be seeing everybody. You'll be seeing everybody. That would be that you would know? be intense. That would be yeah. Maybe they should all have one big tour together. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. That would be good. Exactly. Just, it should be. It that's should what, be. We have a. Uh, and then, then Gene Simmons, the kiss will get his uh, wish. He said, you know, he could just keep kiss going without <laughs> having to be there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's what he lives for right now. We have uh, Carmen a piece on the phone with us. It's it's, uh, it's a joy talking with you, man. I got to let you know that before we move on to a few more alien stuff, um, I, I saw you perform in '83. It was with Ozzy Osbourne's Bark at the Moon tour in Los Angeles. Right. And this is a tour you guys are on with Motley Crue, and the show is supposed to be with That's Motley right. Crue. 
Where was this at? Okay, this was L.A. Forum. And it was okay. supposed to be Ozzy and Motley Crue, but it ended up being Ozzy and Rat. Oh, okay. And so I don't know. I was All just right. thinking why. Why I, I don't know because you might you were there. I'm curious if you didn't know why Motley Crue made it. I was thinking because they were snorting ants on the cement well, or something. Well, I, w- I would think because Motley Crue was really big in L.A. at the time. You know, right. Because before they had a, any record, they were selling out three thousand seat places. Right. You know. Sure. Okay. So. So, and maybe Rat was, uh, you know, either that or Molly wasn't big enough at the time, you know. Yeah, I don't know either. One of those kind of things, one of those kind of things, because Rat, you know, sold a lot of records too. You know, right. um, I think they sold them before Motley Crue. Yeah, they were both pretty big. Yeah, 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 they were both. Yeah, Molly Crue stayed big and Rat didn't. You know? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. What do you? What, too bad. You know, when you when you think about you know your career and you look back, I mean, do you do you think anything could have been alien related associated to your career? Nah, we we were mafia career. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that. I said, read, you need to get more. Yeah, if you're reading, you're really reading the book, you know, we had a connection to the guys who were in the Goodfellas. I, I was going to say, you, know? you should get uh, Scorsese to do a movie about you. Yeah, that would be good because we have, uh, we have a lot of, uh, you know, it would be a good rock and roll movie, that's for sure. I mean, the book <laughs> has gotten great reviews and all that. And, uh, you know, I'm actually in October, I'm doing a bunch more uh, book events on the East Coast, you know. Uh, I didn't do one in Phoenix yet, but I guess we're, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna keep pushing and in April the uh, paperback comes out. So, I mean, it did okay. All right, yeah. You and uh, my, my new thing is my brother and myself have a uh, new CD coming out October 27th called Sinister. Now, this is funny, it doesn't tie into Alien, but it ties into sort of horror sci-fi because the, the cover of the album is half my face and half my brother's face put together with stitches. Sort of like Frankenstein. If you Google, you know, a piece sinister, you'll see the album cover, you know, come up. Nice, man. And, you know, and the whole vibe is like a laboratory vibe and, you know, it's 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 a Frankenstein thing. We got the red stitches like it was just sewed up. Yeah, man, that's you know, cool. Facing together. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> just in time for Halloween. I know, right? That's a good job. Yeah, very cool. And, yeah. You, and you also uh, roll around the country with uh, Drum Wars with your brother. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about that that's real right. quick? Yeah, we're, yeah we're, doing, um, we're doing two shows next weekend, one in New York, one in New Hampshire. Just to introduce the album, we're going to play the CD maybe do a Q&A and then play a show and then do the same thing in Vegas. And then two days later in Vegas, we're going to be shooting a video. The video is called Monsters and Heroes. And it's all about Ronnie James Dio. You know, the lyrics nice. are about Ronnie. Right on. You know, like Monsters and Heroes, Dragons and Rainbows in the Dark. You know, it's, and, uh, and we're going to shoot with a, a lot of the people that were uh, on the record, which had, there's a cast of thousands on, a lot of our friends are on the record. And uh, me and Vinny both playing drums at the same time, a lot of songs, and sometimes you play individual songs. But it's really a good album, and the, the label is really behind it. We have a, a digital marketing company, a regular PR company, and a radio uh, promotion company. So, you know, they're all going to start kicking in uh, in October, you know. And that's very right cool. Now, right now, the digital marketing companies do it, but we wanted to just do something... Which we also did a pledge music campaign, so 
uh, you know, we wanted to do something just to introduce some people to it and get the word out that the album's coming out. You know? No, that's really cool. I was going to ask you, actually, you know, having a brother who's a drummer, as well, legendary drummer, uh, Vinny, a piece. Uh, you know, you guys, you guys could never be on the same band. This is just the first time you guys are in the same quote unquote band. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, we, we've been playing as drum wars. How long? Uh, since 2012, we've started touring with that. And we've done about 80 gigs, you know, over the years. And, uh, you know, it's been a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, my brother, you know, we can goof off. Uh, you know, then you do a solo. I say, I taught him everything he knows, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then he'll say, that's not what mom said. You know? <laughs> and, you know, that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, but this is the very first time we actually spent time to make an actual studio record. Right. I mean, when I did a solo record in 82, Vinny came in and played on one track, you know, played some tom-toms, you know. But this time, you know, it's a full record, and the drums are very dominant, but they're really good songs, good singing, good guitar playing. Because the label said, I want great singing, I want good songs, and I want screeching you know screaming guitars right and great rhythms so that's what we gave them and they love it i dig know? it man right sinister is what it's called yeah. right, right. very cool yeah um but we yeah. Have, uh, no. are you, are, did you did you google the, the cover oh yeah i'm gonna do that right now but uh yeah so it's pretty wild right now check it out if you put your hand over the forehead it looks like the same face <laughs> so if you ever were faced with um an extraterrestrial experience do you think like you would welcome it or would you be like i'm out of here <laughs> probably scared the hell out of me but i but it would be definitely interested if you're gonna know that you're gonna come out of it right know? but if, you, if you're if the big question is is that it am yeah. i done now <laughs> you know? uh, it would be it would be very scary you know it would be right. It'd be very scary. It most likely, yeah, wouldn't it'd be have. Very scary. Yeah, you wouldn't have any control over. I we don't. I wouldn't think you would have control. No, no. Once they saw no. you, they would like. All right, you're now under their control. You know. That's, yeah, exactly. That's kind of. I mean, from. You know, it's an interesting thing. Uh, me and my wife are going to see a uh, a lecture with a religious rabbi and a scientist, and both of them had after death experience. Oh. Wow. Okay. So that's like the same, almost the same kind of thing, you know, because you, that's the other, the other side is always scary to everybody, you know. Well, that could be part of the yeah. whole deal as well, including the aliens, other dimensions, yeah. you know, where what happens to us, you know, does it go yeah. on? I mean, I believe we go on somewhere else and, you know, I, I yeah. think the energy, they could say the energy and the spirit, right. body dies, but the energy and the spirit. Which could be the energy and the spirit that was, you know, injected into our genes by the whoever did it. I mean, it's not, you know, when you think about all the species on the on this earth, and all animals, all plants, and everything's living. It's it's just mind-boggling, you know. It is. And you think about how could this be in that vast universe? I mean, they're finding out every day it's bigger and bigger and bigger than than you know they ever thought it's just like when they thought the, the earth was flat and then they realized it was round and then they realized everything on the earth you know i mean just go beyond that into the into the universe and it, it's unbelievably mind-boggling about living species and that there's got to be 
yeah. more of this somewhere. You yeah. Know? And they're even like always finding new things here on this planet. So it just makes yeah. sense. It would be uh, exponential. You know, parallel, parallel universes, you know, parallel, all that stuff. I mean, the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff, you know, it all ties in, you know, with, yeah. with aliens and, and is superhuman it? beings, super, you know, supreme beings, as they called it in religion, you know? Right. Until we find out the answer, I mean, when will we yeah, know? Is yeah. it always just going to be a speculation on our part? We're we're not sure, you know. It's uh, well, that's why we're going to see that that lecture because that's going to be very interesting for you. Think it's for both of us, especially my yeah. You know, my parents are both gone, and my my wife's parents are both gone. Now, her mother just passed away in June, and you know, just knowing, you know, there's somebody that was there. I mean, I've met people that said they had died. And they saw a white light and, you know, like uh, my old bass player, Tim Bogart, he said he died a couple of times of like uh, drug things and he came back, you know. Right. And then you see the couple of these movies, you know, where the, I saw this one movie, I forgot what it was called, about a kid that died, you know, and he, he knew nothing about, you know, death and everything. But he saw his parents from somewhere high up in the ceiling, Right looking down on them in a chapel in the hospital, crying about him being dead, right? And he right. said he met God, right? But then he came back, right? you know? And he remembered all this. There's a lot there's of no stories way he like that. There's no way he could have known that his parents were crying in the chapel right. when so he woke up. So those are one you of know? those things, I mean, it's, it's just an unexplained mystery, or is it... Uh, yeah. and hallucination, yeah, you, know? you know, I mean. Or does yeah, it actually I mean, happen? but it makes you think about it, you know. Right. You know, maybe it's just that last bit of energy and then it goes away. If you actually stay dead, you'll never be able to tell anybody, but maybe it dissipates after that, you know. Right. Hard to say. I, yeah. I say we keep yeah. living on. Yeah. <laughs> that's what well, I mean. That's your next, that's your next, that's your next subject. <laughs> Near-death experiences. After, after, after aliens, <laughs> after death. Well, there's a couple of authors that have written books on the near-death experiences of children. Those are incredible. Yeah. Like, it makes you wow. think about it. It does make you think, right, because we don't know what goes on until you actually experience it. Right. So you have to rely on these people's experiences, you know, and what they yeah. tell us. So if that's what you're going to tell us, then why should I not believe what yeah. you saw? You know? I yeah, mean, that's why this, this lecture is going to be interesting, because you've got a, a religious guy and a scientist. You know, usually they're batting heads, you know what I mean? Right. right. The scientists are claiming evolution and the religious guys are claiming religion. Right. You know, for the beginnings of everything. So, and both of them had the after-death experience. So, that's going to be very interesting. You Ab know? Absolutely. Um, by the way, I did a little uh, research from the beginning of this conversation. Brian May is an astrophysicist. Nice. Ah, there you go. <laughs> that was it. Right? <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, that would make know. sense, yeah. yeah I, I, I was going to say astronomer, but it's way, be, it's right. way beyond that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Astro astrophysicist. Yeah, I'm lucky I'm able to say the word, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow, that's, that's, that's heavy duty. Right on, man. Awesome. The creation of stars and planets and universes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, I you know, I think about you you know, is nothing I don't know, I'm just thinking about you know, everything you've gone through, man. I mean what a what a great career you've had. 
you know, and thank you for supplying us with amazing music as well. Yes. Um, we do, I mean, it's just... It's, oh, no problem. Man. Thanks for it, talking you know, with us I, today, too. Yeah. Yeah, and people, people say, when are you going to retire? I go, well, I've never worked. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. That's a great line. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You know, we, we, have, we have a saying real quick, right? Uh, people go, oh, you know, you get paid well. I said, look, we get paid to travel. The music is free. Uh, yeah, I dig that. You get paid to get up early and get on the planes and and do all that traveling, and then you get to the gig and you're actually playing for free. <laughs> I, that's a great way to look at it, man. Yeah, karma and yeah, peace. So, Thank you so much for joining us, man. We do Thank appreciate you. it. Hey, no problem. It's great, man. Uh, uh, appreciate I, it. Absolutely, and that was fun. Good, good. Anytime I you go. Yeah, go ahead. When, when, yeah, when John asked me, he said, you want to do this to talk about aliens? Thanks again yeah. for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.